Welcome to Bold in Business, where strategy meets personal development and emotional mastery. I'm your host, Claudia Manjuk, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, qualified coach, a mom, and an advocate for breaking the rules and doing things your way. Each week, we'll dive into unfiltered conversations on the topics that matter most to female entrepreneurs, including mindset, leadership, marketing, and more. If you're ready for inspiration, insights, and actionable takeaways for your life and business your way, let's get started. Hello, friend, and welcome to a new episode. Today we're doing, you know this quote, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade? That's what we're doing today. Because I had this topic written down as an idea for a podcast a long time ago. All around, you know, what to do when you feel overwhelmed with business, or, you know, everything feels hard, and I wanted to give you my perspective. And it's funny because I'm literally living this right now. Um, One thing that you might not know about this podcast is that I don't really batch record. I know it's very common for some people to record like three months of episodes in advance, six months, you know, and so on. And I get the idea of having having everything like ready. You don't have to think about it. But for me, I like to feel into this podcast episodes with you. I like to be with you in the moment. So sometimes when I have something that's too much in advance, it just doesn't feel good for me. So here I am having been through a hell of a freaking week. Let me just tell you that I'm here to share with you what I do when things feel really hard and very overwhelming, when things get in the way, you probably can hear that I I sound sick. That's because my daughter, my sweet little daughter, who's 16 months old, uh, Evelyn got sick. Uh, I believe it's the weather. If you don't know in the UK, we've had one of the worst summers ever. So temperatures have been very low um, and then up and down and wind and all of that. Anyway, she got sick next day. She got me very sick. And then naturally she got better the day after and I got started getting so much worse. And then my partner got sick. And at the same time, I am obviously like technically at this point not even three months into bold in business and trying to manage a lot of different things you know my clients my mini mind uh launches you know setting things up behind the scenes my own mentor i'm working with a mentor doing stuff you know what i mean everything i feel has been happening at once and we have a huge life move i'm not gonna talk about it just yet um a huge life thing happening as we speak right now no i'm not pregnant yet (laughs) um anyway so A lot of things have been happening and I was like, what better time to come here and share with you what I do when I feel really freaking overwhelmed, when I feel like I just want to give up, I'm just done, I just need someone to like take care of me, especially when you're sick and especially when you're sick as a mom and Evelyn doesn't go to nursery and doesn't have a babysitter. So at the moment it's very much between my partner and I. So I'm kind of trying to break this down into two areas. So first of all, you need, in my opinion, to very much first treat the human not the business. Because a lot of times when we feel a certain way about our business, whether it feels hard or overwhelming or whatever, it has nothing to do with the business. It has to do with us. So this is why for me, I don't try to quote unquote, fix the business before I look at my own stuff. Because business and life are very intertwined. And especially when you run a life first business, it's all about the business evolving with you. So the business, even though you are not the business, 100% not, it is still um, a reflection of where you are in your life. And you should be making changes in your business according to not to how you're feeling as in flopping up and down every single day but you know if something is not right in the business because it doesn't suit your life you can make a change so the number one thing that I do when I feel like I am just ready to give up on everything is that I go back to basics on human self-care and here I'm not actually talking about like bubble baths or you know face masks but I'm looking at my core things I'm looking at sleep at food at movement, at my cycle. Oh my God, I've been doing cycle syncing. Uh, This is TMI, but I obviously have been breastfeeding my daughter. Not obviously, not everyone does it, but I've been breastfeeding Evelyn until literally three weeks ago. 
we finished three weeks ago. And she, anyway, that's another story for another time. Um, and I also got my period back recently. And I've been doing cycle thinking and it might just change my life. I'm just going to say this. I was actually thinking about getting an expert in on my podcast to talk about it because I'm genuinely finding that I strongly believe, as I told you before, that lifeless businesses just make sense for women in the way that we're built and the fact that our energy levels are up and down and we need to make sure that our businesses are flexible. But then if you look at our cycle, our 28 to 60 days or however long your cycle is, because not everyone's cycle is so regular, uh, it just makes so much sense. So I look at that. Then I look at my routines, like my morning and evening routines. I look at whether I'm spending quality time with loved ones. So I just make sure that I'm actually taking care of myself because when things are not well in the business, for majority of people, it can be very easy to, you know, start eating junk food, to stop sleeping and so on. So this is number one. And then another part that I kind of want to mention separately because it's so big is when I feel like that, I look at two things, what I'm consuming and how much I'm consuming. And a lot of times when I have those moments, I I can see that I'm spending a lot of time on screens. I really track my screen time quite vigorously in the sense of I look at it multiple times per day because it's too easy to spend an hour, for example, just scrolling a social media. Could be, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest. Is Pinterest social media? You know what I mean? It can be very easy to just be stuck there because that's what these websites are made for. That's what these apps are literally designed for. So I look very carefully at how much I'm on my phone because that can trigger a lot of things, a lot of comparison, a lot of anxiety, a lot of um, feeling just very dysregulated emotionally. And I also look at what I'm consuming because there are certain things that will really activate me in a negative way. So for example, if I'm too much on my business Instagram, that's when I notice that I start feeling not so good. So it's not necessarily just a symptom. It can also be the cause. It might be that, again, there's nothing wrong with your business. It's just that you're consuming too much shit. Like, especially if you're following, like, business coaches or people in your industry that are all doing so well. Like, every, no one posts their failures. Everyone posts, like, the highlights, the best testimonials, the best times of their lives, the moments that just look perfect, the, you know, everyone romanticizes their life and so on. So when you can be stuck in that cycle of looking at that, and then you kind of like look around you at like your just normal life, your normal living room, your car that is breaking down, your kids that are not listening to you, your body that you're not loving, whatever it may be. You look at that and then you compare and automatically you start to create these negative thoughts in your mind. So I... I would suggest highly, highly looking at what you are consuming and stepping away from that. I'm not telling you to like delete your apps or anything, but just maybe try to lower it, put some app limits and so on. By the way, if at any point this podcast interrupts, it's because, you know, I never end my podcast. I've been having a mean cough and I've been okay for the past few hours, but it might come back. So if I take a break, it's just because I'm dying coughing, but I'll be back. (laughs) Hopefully you don't even notice it, but if you do, that's what it is. So that's another huge thing that I'm looking at. Another thing is I try to notice my patterns and my stories, like what is happening in my head? Like, what are the thoughts that are coming to me? Because a lot of times things are happening in your head without you even realizing. And it will be very different from person to person. But for me, it has very much to do with uh, me wanting to be perfect. Perfectionism is something that I... I'm sort of recovered from. I feel like you can never be truly recovered from because it's something that, you know, stems in my childhood. But I am very much a recovering perfectionist. And a lot of times when I feel like everything is very hard, it's because I'm trying too hard to be perfect at everything, which in reality means that I'm just trying to control everything. And when something doesn't go according to quote unquote plan, a part of my brain is just like freaking out, you know? So start looking at yourself because once you start realizing that these are the stories, you can even write them down. Like, 
I feel overwhelmed because I, you know, X thing didn't go according to plan, which made me feel like I'm a failure, you know, or it could be whatever story you have, write it down. And then the final part of kind of like the pure human side is that, and again, this will be different for each person. For me, I talk to a friend. Like, this is huge for me. My, I have a few close relationships that I genuinely feel like they're the people that I can share my whole heart and soul with, and they help me look through my own stuff. And they tell me whether, you know, they know me. Again, like, I call it like doing life with someone. I have a few friends that I'm literally doing life with so that they understand me. They're not the kind of people that you just like update once in a while, but they're with me through things. So I can just drop a message in and be like, okay, so I'm feeling like this. I'm thinking like this. Like, what do you think? And they know that what I need, but again, this is very personal and what you need. I need someone to reflect things back to me because then they will make a lot more sense. And this might be different for you. For you, maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's spending more time with yourself and thinking. For me, I process a lot of times by talking. Um, So that's what I do on the human side. Then when it comes to the actual business, when I feel like business is hard, I do a few things. I'm not... This is kind of the order that I do them in, but it's not so strict that it's like, oh, you have to do this and you have to do this and so on. But before everything, I actually just pump myself up. Like, I believe in being your biggest hype woman. Like, I believe that you, if you don't think you're the shit, like, the best, like, you are really good at what you do. And I'm not saying that there won't be any imposter syndrome, but I'm just saying that pump yourself up a little bit. Like, you know, all the good, beautiful things that you say to your friends and about how amazing they are, say some of those things to yourself. Another thing that I always tell myself is, I am capable of doing hard things because this is a way for me to counteract my fixed mindset. I very much am always trying to put myself in a growth mindset that even when something is hard, even when there's something new, even when there's something I don't know, I can do it. I'm capable. I can try again. I'm not there yet. So I always tell myself, I always start like, I'm capable of doing hard things. And then also I remind myself of who the fuck I am. I remind myself that I am powerful, that I'm an adult, that I've been through shit, that I made it so far, that whatever, you know, I'm feeling right now, I've been through harder things, that everything is okay, that I am safe, that I am loved, that my business is not myself. Like, I literally do a, I don't know, a pep talk. I literally give myself a pep talk. Um, and again, I have quite a few episodes that are pep talky, so you can go listen to some of those, you can see by the titles. But I give myself a pep talk and remind myself who the fuck I am before I look at anything else because I want to look at things from that energy, okay? <coughs> Sorry about that. Then, the first thing I do is that I get very honest on my priorities. A lot of times we can feel like things are hard because we don't have clear priorities. And if you want to get anal, we should technically only have one priority. Did you know that the word priority, uh, when it was first created, didn't have a plural? So the word priorities didn't exist because the whole point is that priority is that one thing goes above everything else. So when we say that we have five priorities, that actually doesn't really make a lot of sense. So I always kind of look like at max three things. And I ask myself, actually, in general, I'm a big believer in three. Like every week I try to do three things. Every month I try to achieve three things. Every quarter I have three big goals. If you look even at my free consistent sales planner, there'll be a link in the show notes if you don't have it yet. By the way, if you don't have the planner, what are you doing? It's very much a helping you get to your consistent sales, giving you an actual plan and a way to get your sales. That's going to be in the show notes. So I always look at three. So when I feel like everything is hard, when I'm annoyed with things, when I feel a certain type of way, I get very real with my priorities. After that, and this is huge. This is huge. This is the thing that really pulled me out of how I was feeling for the past week and with being sick and handling everything and juggling, you know, life and business and motherhood and just being a human. 
What is a real deadline and what is a made-up deadline? I want you to think about that. Because we always think like, oh, I have to like post this thing today. Like, oh, I haven't done this thing that I was meant to do today. But is that a real deadline or is that a made-up deadline? And what I mean by that is, as part of running a life-first business or running any kind of business, your business, is that you are the boss. You get to make decisions. So your deadlines are only something that you create. So for me, for example, last week, I had wanted to, to open my waitlist uh, almost a week earlier than I, uh, my waitlist for Better Sales Academy. By the way, just a little, you know, interlude here. Um, Better Sales Academy, you have to join it. If you want consistent sales, just go. There's something in the show notes. It's my six-month mastermind style program. There will be some ads coming up for it, so you can actually hear all about it. I'm actually going to do another bonus episode, like I did with In Demand, explaining everything about it, because this is, again, I know I'm going in a million directions, but this is my signature evergreen program. This is going to be the first time I run this evergreen. I've made some changes. It's very much life-first approach to sales. It's very much for you if you feel like, Selling is not as easy as you'd like. If you want sales to flow in better, if you want to actually make money every month, if you want to not start every month thinking, oh my God, like how am I going to get like five clients this month? Like how is it possible for me to hit this number if last month I hit that number and so on? So it's very much a holistic program that looks at your business as your sales. And the whole goal is to make consistent sales for your life-first business because you cannot have a life-first business if you don't have consistent sales because then you're going to be stressing the F out about sales, okay? So anyway, I was meant to open the waitlist on a certain date and I opened it later. And I realized that when I was stressing myself about this, it was a made-up deadline. Like, I had the flexibility. And the whole point of how I run my business is flexibility. I had flexibility to change that. Like, I wasn't committed to anyone. And even if I was to have told my audience, like, oh, I'm opening on this day, who actually cares? No one actually cares, but I care. And then there's a real deadline. So for me, a real deadline, for example, would be that I have committed to running a live masterclass on this day and I want to run it on that day because I am committed people have paid and so on even with that you could make a change and you don't have to do it right then and there you can change it for a few days if you're ill and so on but another one would be if a client sends me something and I'm going to give them feedback I will give them feedback between 24 hours at most 48 hours, I would say, um, you know, if we're on WhatsApp and they send me something. So to me, that is a real deadline because again, my commitment to my client, you know, is above everything else because ultimately how I look at things is, yes, I'm the one that is keeping the lights on, but ultimately my clients are the ones paying me. So I am very, very committed to doing everything 11 out of 10 as much as I can. So when it comes to feeling overwhelmed, to kind of recap this point, it's all very much a matter of being honest with your priorities and then figuring out what is a made-up deadline versus the real deadline and adjusting things accordingly, okay? Then, once you have that, you look at what's happening inside. Like, be real with yourself. What are you actually afraid of? What what part of you has been triggered? What part of you has been, as I call it, kind of negatively activated? Like, what is the fear and what would happen if that were to come true like for me for example i was like oh my god like i'm delaying my launch for another week it's gonna be like this and like that and you know i'm not gonna be able to do this and whatever like i had this whole thing in my head that i wasn't even realizing was was happening and i realized that even if that was the case and no one actually cared apart from me because i made it mean things a lot of times there are certain things that we say to ourselves and then we make them mean something else so start looking at that then another big thing is what do I feel behind on that I'm procrastinating on? Procrastination is often comes from different types of fears. So I am a big fan of just brain dumping all the things that make me feel overwhelmed and all the things that I feel behind on and then actually taking all of those things and giving them 
either a time or a date or putting them in a list of like I'll look at them like next week or whatever like doing something because otherwise it just creates clutter in your head so ask yourself be honest what are you actually feeling behind on what are those things just that, that take space in your mind and in your heart that you're feeling guilty about without actually even realizing on a conscious level and then from all of this ask yourself what can you learn from all of this there's a process that you're going through here. You see, kind of like looking at the human, looking at how you're feeling, looking at what's coming up for you. Just make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And then when it comes to business, like you are already learning so much by looking at your priorities and deadlines and what is what is real and what is not. So what can you really learn from this? And now that you've hopefully had lots of learnings about this, sorry, I feel like I'm slowly losing my voice, like I'm going lower and lower. Then this is the big thing, okay? This is the thing that really pulled me out. And I'm actually going to give you a real example of what I've done in the past week that has helped me feel a lot less overwhelmed. And something that I didn't make up is from the book One Thing by Gary Keller and someone whose name I cannot pronounce, but it's called One Thing. Just put One Thing book and you'll find it. And it's the question, what is one thing that I can do that will make everything else easier? This is the power of focus. This book, when I first read it about five years ago, changed my life. Literally, there's so much that I was able to achieve in my life, in my business, by just simplifying everything to one thing. Because a lot of times we think we're multitasking, when in reality we're just juggling and not ending anything, not actually making a difference, not making any um, steps forward, not having any momentum. So for me, I told you, I, I got sick, everything got sick, my partner got sick, um, everything was piling up. And I just had all these things on my to-do list, and I realized that... The one thing that I could do that would make everything easier is to finish up the sales page for BSA, for Better Sales Academy, because I've changed the program. I've changed a lot of things inside. It's um, This is basically a version of my sales method for the last two and a half years, but every year I update it a little bit. And now I really have focused on making it very holistic so that it really touches on how you feel about sales. And also the consistent part is there because there are too many sales programs that are teaching you all, you know, to have one big launch and then that's it. You're done. You cannot repeat that kind of success. And then I actually really wanted to focus on consistency. And I started really thinking about what helped me with consistency, what helps clients with consistency, consistency. What things do I do? And people come to me and they say, oh, I had a 5K month last month, but now I'm having a 2K month. And the month after I had a 20K month and so on. So anyway, I realized that the sales page was a big thing. So I focused on just that. And I didn't look at anything else, literally. And once I got a sales page done, I was able from there to do my next one thing, which is okay. From the sales page, it was really easy to pull ideas for emails. Then from having both of those things, it was easy for me to create content or for my social media. Do you see what I mean? Just by doing one thing, well, I really was able to do everything else and make it easier. And that's the whole point of this process of what is the one thing that will make everything else easier? Because again, when you're feeling like everything is hard and nothing feels easy, it's easy to just choose 15 different things to move on with and to think, oh, but I have to do all the things. Everything is important. Even if you tell yourself that everything is important and they might be in their own way, just choose one thing, do it, do it well, move on to the next thing, okay? And then from all of this, the last question I want to leave you with is, what is the easiest way for you to move forward from everything that you just did through this process without overwhelming yourself? For me, I was following the one thing. For me, that's the thing that always makes me feel like, just like accomplished and like I'm moving forward. I'm not overwhelming myself. I understand what my priorities are. Genuinely, if you follow this process, you're going to find that in those moments when everything feels hard, 
if you just spend half an hour on this, you're gonna feel like a different person. For you, it could be that you realize like you don't want to launch this thing that you be meaning to launch. That happened to me before. Um, or it could be that you just need a break, or you're taking on too many clients, or you need to be charging more because the amount of energy that you're expending onto like clients and programs is just not giving you what you need. So you feel like you're pushing yourself too much. Or it could be that you realize that you um, want to expand your visibility because you're frustrated by how much time you're spending on XYZ. Whatever thing you are picking up from this whole process, I want you to think what is the easiest way you can move forward and also try to prevent this happening again. So yeah, I know it was a pretty long explanation, but this is basically, I can't believe I made it to the whole thing without coughing. I do feel like I'm kind of losing my voice a little bit, but this is basically what I do and what I suggest you do as well. When business feels hard, I really want to hear from you. I would love it if you sent me a DM and told me which parts of this really resonated with you, or maybe if you have any anything that you do, I'm always curious to understand people's internal processes. And this is the part that I find really interesting rather than just like, oh, I create Instagram content and I send emails and whatever, you know? So let me know your thoughts. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Remember to look at Better Sales Academy, which is going to be in the show notes. And remember to get your free consistent sales planner also in the show notes. And there are a bunch of other interesting links. Follow me on Instagram and I will speak to you next week. You've been listening to Bold in Business. If today's episode sparks something for you, share it with your audience or a friend who needs to hear it. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave us a review because it really helps us to spread the message further. Check out the show notes for more ways to connect and all the details. And until next time, stay bold.